<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Dave. And my name's Matt. And we are Rup Beer Radio. That's right. Cheers. Cheers. We just popped the latest Rup Beer Matt made on his own. Yep. It is. Uh, so oh, over wow. oh, this wow. entire time, we've been. That's a really fresh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> smelt it. It smells really fresh. <laughs> This entire time we've been doing this root beer radio. Um, it smells like Smarties, the candy. I've been attempting to make a root beer. And, yes. Uh, I've been trying to make it from scratch. It's like taking sassafras root bark or, you know, uh, you know, cherry bark or, mm-hmm. you know, the actual raw materials to try and create a root beer. And I've been failing left and right. Um, everything I've made has been kind of more like a root beer tea of more than anything else. And it's been hard to concentrate the flavor to the point where you might find in a soda. So I finally gave up and I ordered an extract and the extract I'm using is big H big H, which I did not know at the time, but I intended this root beer to be, uh, ready for Dave's, uh, the, the birth of Dave's daughter. Yeah. Hallie. Hallie. And I did not I did not know Big what the H. name was going to be, but it's kind of nice that it worked out that, you know, Big H is for Hallie. That's right. So, Even though she was five pounds, 14 ounces when she was born. Yeah. A week overdue. <laughs> <laughs> Big H. Uh, well, at least uh, at least she had one uh, characteristic with the Herdon babies. Tiny. <laughs> They're tiny. Yes. But she did not come out undercooked. No, no, overcooked. <laughs> Haldonia. But, uh, uh, so I got this extract off Amazon. You can find a ton of different root beer extracts yeah. online. And I think that's what I'm going to be doing from now on is making sure. root beers from different extracts that I find. Right. And, and, this and you remember that Alaska episode that we did? Yeah. You remember um, we discussed, and I don't remember if it was during that episode or something else, but we discussed that a lot of the breweries in Alaska used extract. Yep. They didn't like make it from scratch using roots and barks yeah. and stuff like that and they just mixed and matched extracts which is a very cool thing yeah which will be the thing i'm probably going to end up doing sure. here in the future sure. yeah. uh, consistency it, i i do like this big h uh extract mm-hmm. but i think what i'm going to end up doing is adding like a little bit of extra vanilla extract oh yeah or a kind of a cherry mm-hmm. and i know dave will be a huge fan of this in orange <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> now we're leaning towards Bundaberg. Bundaberg? I don't know. That's disgusting. Yeah. I they follow us on the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, just, we're just going to alienate our entire audience. We don't want to do that, but we just want to want to spread awareness. Yeah. But but it's it's honestly not that hard to to make your own root beers, uh, especially if you get these extracts. It is super simple. So effectively, what you do is you take this extract, you add it to a certain quantity of water, and then you can add in your sugars uh, to sweeten, and you can control the sweetness. I think I overdid it quite a bit on this one, but so I might like it. <laughs> I think you might. <laughs> uh, but the yeah, so I may have overdone the sweetness, but to carbonate it, yeah. I, I have the ability to force carbonate in a keg, but if you want to just like have this available for a uh, graduation party, 
or anything of that nature. You could just get like a big cooler, add the extract, add your water, add mm-hmm. your sugar, mix mm-hmm. it up, and then just drop in dry ice. And Which we need to try. We need to try that. I'm very curious to try it. Uh, your Aunt Cindy has done that before. Wow. And uh, it, it, it's just a way to do it. And so if you want it available for a grad party, it's that time of the year right now. Yeah. Uh, that is something to consider. Or if so. you don't feel comfortable, you can contact us. We are for hire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my hourly rate would be, <laughs> but uh, it's honestly just pure fun uh, yes. doing this sort of thing. Uh, brewing has been a hobby of mine for, geez, like nine years now. Yeah. Started making beer when I was 19. <laughs> but, uh, Shh, don't eh, say that. Yeah, it, at this point, it's too, it's, it's too late Kids, to do anything about it. Drink root beer. Yeah, drink root beer, not beer. That's right. Unless. Until, and then you're <laughs> 21. Okay, anyways. PSA over. <laughs> So you made this root beer. Yep, I made this root beer. It was super simple. Um, and I, unlike all the other root beers I've made, I didn't heat this up. Uh, I just added the cold extract. Sure. Uh, I didn't try and do anything crazy with it. Uh, it's got sodium benzoate in it, which is a preservative. Uh-huh. But I made sure all my equipment was very sterile. Yeah. And I just forced carbonated. And using my new counter pressure bottle filler attachment for my kegs, I was able to fill these bottles. Now, unfortunately... Even though I can have a counter pressure filler to fill the bottles without losing too much carbonation or too much uh, root beer to foam, yeah, uh, I still can't pressurize uh, my sodas to the same degree that I might want them to be at. Sure. So they're a little undercarbonated at the po- at okay. the moment. That's been our biggest issue. Yeah, it's, and it's going to probably remain yeah. a big issue for me. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I still think it's you know a solid root beer and. If you have any experience trying different extracts or if you have one to recommend to me, please tweet it. Our, well, maybe not tweet, but Instagram, right. Facebook. We, we need to get that Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> the Tweetergram. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, just let us know. <laughs> Comment and, on the podcast app. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I have never tried this. This is my first taste. Um, oh, well, we have another root beer extract that we're going to try too, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Zatarain's. Z- yeah. Zatarain, and it's, it'll be interesting to try. And it, we might be able be. to blend. We got that from um, the local, like, market in Avon, Minnesota. A couple students mm-hmm. uh, from Albany gave it to me as a gift for Christmas. How sweet! Yeah. Thanks, Braden, <laughs> and the, and the others. Um, but they, but we're gonna try that as well and see see what we like. Anyways, okay, so. I have big opinions about root beer. I know he does. <laughs> we all know he does. I really do. I really do. Um, so here we go. Dave's root beer v- review live. Yeah. I pour it into my ma- mini mug. So you can tell by the way you poured it that there was some carbonation there still, which is nice to see. Again, smells like Smarties. <laughs> Oh, wow. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. I tasted it and there wasn't much at first. It tasted a little watered down like it was rippier with ice. Mm. And then hit me the flavor Yeah. after like a second. Yeah. It's a slow build on that one. It really is. Yeah. Hmm. Which is really strange. Uh, 
it's not something I experience much. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's some uh, kind of like an almost uh, oh, what's the quality I'm looking for? Very sweet. Yeah, like I think, like I mm -hmm. said, I think I overshot it with the sweetness. I will agree with you on that one. Yeah, because that's what I tasted. What did you? What kind of sugar did you it use? Pure cane sugar. The pure cane sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I may want to try it with brown sugar. I may want to try it with uh, yes. honey. Oh I could try it with a whole bunch of different things. There's so many combinations and yes. so many ways to try it. Molasses. Molasses. As long as it's not blackstrap. What's wrong with that? Well, blackstrap is just like the really bitter end um, of the uh, uh, sugar refining process. and Yeah. Uh, blackstrap molasses is often what you find in your grocery stores. And Okay. Uh, but you can find uh, molasses that's not so heavily uh, I guess processed uh, to a point where it's kind of got that bitter quality to it. Sure. Yeah. So. Okay. So we got to get the high quality stuff. Yeah. Um, you can you can feel the carbonation when you drink it. I don't think the carb carbonation's bad. Yeah. It's comparable I, I, to I, a At lot. least for me, like, I guess my big critique on it is that when I crack a bottle, I don't, you know, often hear the fizz i don't know if it can hear anything right but you feel the fizz on your tongue mm -hmm. i think which i think is the important part all right so i was just drinking out of the mug but let's see how it tastes from the bottle mm -hmm. because every brew tastes different yeah in different containers we know this something signed i don't know if it's scientific or mental I, I think it might have to do with a surface area thing on it exposure to oxygen but yeah from the bottle that tasted like baby shampoo. Oh, <laughs> not bad, not a bad thing. What? <laughs> Is this something you're drinking on a regular basis? Don't worry or? about it, man. Okay, <laughs> this parenthood thing has been rough. Just kidding. Um, no, I don't know. I like it better from the mug. Uh, but. Yeah, over the winter I've been experimenting a lot with making sodas and making, uh, uh, you know, just you know different beers. I've tried making wine, tried making a lot of things, and I tried making a. I've been trying to make ginger beers uh, yeah. lately. Yeah. And what I found was that when I was initially making these ginger beers, I was taking like three to four ounces of ginger, simmering it for about forty-five minutes, and making you know adding my sugar and my yeast and making kind of a ginger ale. And I always wanted more and more ginger and I wasn't getting it. Well, I found a YouTube uh, a video on YouTube of a lovely old Jamaican lady making, <laughs> I guess, Jamaican style <laughs> spiced ginger beer. Yes. And that's where it, it blew. Um, when I saw the video, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks of what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. I needed to add a ton more ginger. Yes. I used a full pound per gallon, wow. which is cost me five bucks per gallon. Right. Because uh, ginger is a little expensive. Right. But not only do I simmer it for, uh, for that 45 minutes, but I uh, chill it overnight. I, I take the whole thing, put it in my fridge, and just leave it there and let it steep. Yeah. The next day I come back, reheat it, add my sugars, strain out the ginger, and... Then I put that to bottle, and holy cow, does the ginger kind of scream through at that point. It does. And 
So if you're trying to make your homemade ginger uh, ginger beers, you know I tried one. Of the, I tried a couple of them, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like every bottle tasted different. But the yep. the first one I had was holy cow! It was good. <laughs> it tasted yeah. super good. Yeah. And then I think the rest of them maybe got a little warm, or they fermented a little bit too long because you yep. used yeast to carbonate them. Yep. And then I could taste just the alcohol sitting on top. Yeah. So and uh, that's a that's a a thing with uh, if you're using yeast that is something to be con- uh, concerned about. Um, if you are using yeast to carbonate and you pop the top and it foams over, yeah, you should probably get rid of the rest of the bottles uh, because at yeah. that point they're little glass bombs that are ready to pour, ready to go. I got a couple of those in the fridge right now. I think. Well, they're they're at least they're refrigerated <laughs> and so it's less likely to pop on you. I'll probably pour them out tonight. <laughs> Oh, beautiful but, bird sounds. But but it's been an interesting experience uh, just trying to make uh, different sodas. And what what amazes me is that there's so many other people doing this exact same thing, but on a commercial scale. And I have no idea how any of them got started or found the recipes to just right. just do it. Do you think maybe it was like uh, they like aliens told them what to do or <laughs> angels? No, <laughs> I think uh, Jumanji. <laughs> not Jumanji. <laughs> uh, you go to Jumanji, you know how to do stuff. Yeah, uh, the uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a theory. I, I, it, it might, it may be just you know a constant effort over many generations to try and just you know improve upon something. Oh, I got family recipes. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes more sense than Jumanji or aliens or why. Or angels or demons uh, or that's a different podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it for anyone who's interested to try to make sodas, I highly recommend trying extracts. It's a very user friendly thing. Yes, yes. It doesn't cost a whole lot, yeah. and so if you screw up, it's not you're not out you know a bunch of time and effort and money. Absolutely. So that's what we're gonna do here is we're gonna step back and try to improve this recipe. I quite like it. Yeah. Dave says there's a ba- uh, baby shampoo <laughs> note to it, and apparently I mm-hmm. like that myself. So I think I don't know what it is. It's very, very sweet. So we're going to cut back on the sweetener yep. and add some more color to the taste. Yep. For All sure. right. So that's where we're at with our brewing process. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. My name is Matthew. And my name is Dave. We've been... Root Beer Radio. Cheers. Two brothers set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer and discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root beer radio with two guys who love root beer.